Hey, everybody. Uh, we didn't even mic test. Oh, JJ, you're all thrown hey. off. I think you got to scooch over. This way? Yeah. Huh. Oh, you look, you look, I mean, you're, you're a shorter guy, but you look very isolated over there. It looks very lonely. I have company. Yes, you do. Yeah. I like how your, your, your guest on the other side is just more beer. And I have. And water. Oh, is that water? What is that? Yeah, it's liquid death. Oh, it's lime? Lime flavor. Well, I have sparkling water, pure LaCroix, with wine punch inside of it. We're not sponsored. Hi, everybody. It's me and JJ today. So, I kind of feel like we need to explain what the fuck's been happening. We're completely fine. The Mexicans is still going strong. I'm going to make sure I'm straight. It's still going strong. It's been haphazard these last two weeks. So, last week was the freeze, right? Yeah. No. Two weeks ago. No, two weeks ago was the freeze. Okay, let me get the story straight. So the first week of the year, leading into the first week of the year, or month of, week of the month, Jesus Christ, I'm a little rusty, it's been a while. Um, freeze, a couple of those days, power outage. You lost power for a little bit, right? No, I didn't. You didn't at all? It flickered, but I never actually lost power. Oh, shit. I lost power for eight hours here, and then I stayed at TJ's, and then I got back, and uh, TJ then lost power after me. So there was that, that I... Did a show Thursday, and then I went on vacation, and I got sick. So then I was sick, and let's see, what week was that? What happened Tuesday? Tuesday was the sports show? No. What was Tuesday? We did another compas, that's right. Did another compas, because the sports show, we were waiting for the Super Bowl to happen. Then Thursday, we... I was like sick. I was still legit sick. So I was like, ah, we'll just wait for the Sunday show. Then we did the Sunday show. Sunday show went great. And then today, Marcos was supposed to be here. Uh, or rather, no, I'm sorry. Tuesday, Valentine's Day. Tommy didn't say anything. Tommy brought his girl around for the first time uh, at the Super Bowl party. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is wiped up for sure. Like this guy, this guy. Oh, I'm not going to say in love. I'm not going to speak for him. But Tommy is Twitter painted with his new girl. And then... Um, we were there. We had a good time. Martin was there. It was a blast. Talked talked a lot of good football and fun. Caught up with everybody. Um, and so then they go, okay, well, Thursday we'll do the show because TJ's still in Cancun, Mexico. Or at the very least, recovering from it. I think I'm back last night. <laughs> and uh, thank you. Tarlin just subscribed. Uh, and then uh, where's Ted Cruz when you need him? Yeah, I know. Ted Cruz is a punk-ass bitch. And, um, but yes, thanks, Tarlin. This, this, uh, TJ might have run into him in Cancun. Who? Okay, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. TJ went to hunt down Ted Cruz. Just like, you motherfucker, come back. Um, I lost power. I lost power. <laughs> Give me my power. And um, so yeah, TJ was gone. That was a planned vacation. We knew he was going to be gone for the first two weeks. Uh, uh, one was his own bachelor party vacation of friends. This one, his girlfriend won uh, all expenses paid trip to Cancun, Mexico. I can't win shit. No shit. <laughs> like, and his girlfriend's in a completely different field. It's like, yeah, she sold or performed at a certain echelon. And so it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to take oh, you Oh, it was work-based? That explains that. Yeah, it was work <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't... I barely have a job. And so that's... I'm not... I, I st my, my boss is getting rid of a lot of stuff from the office. So I got, like, coffee maker and printer and steel desk and a bunch of other trinkets and whatnot. So that's what I'm getting. That's my, not severance pay, but that is my uh, bonus. There you go. My yearly bonus is just office supplies and wholesale appliances. <laughs> We're out of business, fellas. You got five minutes in the supply closet. Exactly. Use your t-shirt as a basket, honey. <laughs> is that a Simpsons reference? No, it's actually from King of the Hill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into some of those things. I have a feeling one of those cartoons is going to come up on this King list. King of the Hill is my favorite anime. Is it? I want to watch it. Everything I've seen of it, I go. So 
when it came out, I was like, what is this country bumpkin shit? I don't want to think about it. I want to look at it. And then time passed. And then I started seeing memes of it, pocket sand, and then ask kindly yet firmly to leave for a well-done steak. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny. And then you start getting a little bit further into Bobby's antics. And then you're like, okay, I need to watch this. That, that That's my purse. I don't know you. A whole idea that you need a women's self-defense course to stop bullies. And so I want to get into it. And then apparently like another guy has a son, but there's a Native American guy. Almost made it to my list. Oh, those that couple? Almost. I, f- Almost. I figured there would be some adult cartoon <laughs> television on your list, which we'll get into in just a short moment. Um, and then... Yeah, we missed an episode because of the freeze. Actually, yeah, so that was that that too. And then, yeah, Valentine's Day was yesterday. And Tommy didn't say he was available. <laughs> but I was like, pretty sure he's on a date. Marcos was taking care of his child. And um, you were fine. I was fine. And then TJ was recovering. And then Gertz. TJ was still flying in. Oh, he was still flying in. Um, he, he, we can do a show at midnight o'clock. We fly in, just right in, drive him right up here. He's fine. He's what still hung over from Cancun. I'm gonna say, what do you do from Cancun? What do you ever do in Cancun? Just tons and tons of booze. Oh my god. TJ still has that gear, man. Do you have that gear anymore where you could just go all out, like on a whim, be like, all right, Cancun this weekend, let's fucking do it, and then like borracho like you used to? Uh, no, but it's not for lack of trying. It's more for lack of money. Oh, <laughs> we can make that happen. <laughs> we can get one of those big um, fucking uh, those clay pots where they were like escort. <laughs> it's like fucking through bottles oh, of tequila yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they shake it with a bunch of fucking ice. Now yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then sodas in a bag. We can get some. Of those well, too. that weekend that Elijah was here, I was out like every day that week. No, that's right. Yeah, you were pretty much a Sherpa. You're like, all right, come on. Come on, boy. We're going to go get you. I wasn't out. planning on going out. Like, did you stay up till five in the morning? One of those times I did. That wasn't planned. So when Elijah came in, he's like, Hey, let's go. Let's go out. I uh-huh. was like, yeah, sure. I'll like, I'll give you a ride. Yeah. But I assumed Mark and Tommy were going to keep hanging out with them. Right. They both bailed. <laughs> oh my God. And I yeah. was like, I was wearing this shitty hoodie yeah. and like a workout t-shirt. I was like, I was not prepared. Where, did to- you go to the domain? <laughs> yeah. I was not prepared to go. <laughs> Look at me, Elijah. I look like a poor. Right. No. So for those of you who don't know, the domain is a high class, the higher class, bougier um, clubbing area, bar area, strip of bars. And Every time clubs. I take like one of my friends comes over, uh-huh. I'll be like, oh, you guys want to see a Lambo? I'll just take them to dom- the domain. There's at least one. There's going to be one. Right. We're going to run into some exotic car. Right. Maybe not a Lambo, but like a fancy Tesla. Uh, yeah. Porsche. Or- Porsche. There's a couple Porsche uh, um, sales places here. What are they yeah. called? Auto. Sa- I feel like I'm missing the word for car shop. <laughs> dealership dealership trampoline trampoline just run away <laughs> say what now <laughs> what do you say he does say that right yeah, yeah. it's like trampoline goes say what now <laughs> Bart. I, I, I saw a meme follow my instagram that's a reference to my instagram um so yeah it's just been like a series of haphazard schedules and sickness and like it's just, but then you've been fine. <laughs> I made the joke when on Sunday when I play with my brother. Mm-hmm. I usually try to like promote our stuff, even though it's just really Joe Jira watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to auto host you guys already. Well, they got rid of the hosting. Feature. Did they really? Fuck. Yeah. Shit. I mean, because you're under a suggested like suggested page you should follow. It's you, TJ, and another friend of ours, I believe, and. So that you can't even auto host anymore. I don't think so. That's bullshit. Well, go watch. J- pitch your thing, JJ. 
it's Super Saiyan JJ on Sunday. Oh, you actually do for yourself. Like it's on your page. I thought it was on it's your on brother's page. Channel. No, it's on my channel. Okay, well, follow JJ he Games every Sunday. Plays with me. He's not gonna be on this Sunday because he he's got a work thing. <laughs> he's he's going to a conference in Dallas, and Ooh. from what they've told him about those conferences in Dallas, they get pretty wild. <laughs> lots of hookers in the Dallas. <laughs> Wait, what's your brother do if you don't like vaguely? He's a appraiser. Oh, for houses? Or yeah. okay. He measures houses. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're gonna do crazy things. They're like, I want to measure this dick. He went to what <laughs> <laughs> he went to another conference like the first year he started that job. Uh-huh. But it was in San Antonio, I wanna say. And there everyone was telling him like this one's the baby one. Like this is just to get <laughs> your toe wet. I thought and you he, say dick. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and he was messaging me like he he sent me like pictures of all the like the spread and the food and everything. <laughs> and he's like, dude, they're raffling away a Winchester like cowboy rifle. What? <laughs> God. <laughs> and you can bid on the revolver that goes with it. It's a set. Oh my god, dude! What? That's and, so Texas, dude. For, for real. That's what I said. I was like, "This is the most Texas thing I've ever heard." Right? <laughs> like that's a, I, hmm. Maybe you've experienced this. Maybe not, because I I know where you work and I know you work hard. Um, but you're looking to to move elsewhere at some point, right? It's not what you want to do forever. I realize that the more you advance in your career, or like the more like established your job is. The more stupid and like less work you do, like I like I work at, in a media thing for, for a political organization and I'm on social media and I'm good. The thing is, it's easy because I'm good at it. But then also like when it's in the, the midst of it and fundraising's good and everything's going, it's like, hey, you want to go to this conference? Gonna be tons of young people and lots of free booze. And I'm like, wait, what? Who's putting this on? It's like, oh, Democratic Party wants to bring people. So what better yet to bring booze? And it's like, yeah. Let's do that. Shit. My friend, she is a news anchor from Cal- in California. And she took me to like the National Hispanic News Anchors Conference in San Antonio. And I was I went. It was bananas, dude. It was so think about Spanish uh not even uh like news anchor or um weather women. You know, of course everyone thinks, oh, the Spanish weather girl, amazingly beautiful most of the time, if not all the time. Just look at the anchors. <laughs> All of them were in a hotel lobby, uh, like venue spot, drinking and partying and dancing on the dance floor. And there I am wearing a suit that's ill-fitting. And I'm like, I'm going to make some babies tonight. But (laughs) the problem was my friend, also very attractive. She didn't tell me that she was after this one dude. So she was just dancing with me as a friend. And we were cock blocking each other. It was like the worst situation. (laughs) Because like, here's the funny thing. I have my friend, Natalie. She, shout out Natalie. She's out there. Um... I told her this to her face. I'm like, you are very attractive. I would like nothing to do with you, <laughs> like ever. Like, I know, like, you don't have anything for me. I don't have anything for you. It's just very weird that I don't. Like, have you ever had a friend where, like, they're like very attractive, but you're like, nah, no, I don't wanna. Yeah, several work friends. Yeah, really? I, oh, see, work friends, that's a whole different thing. I fall in love well, all the time at work. <laughs> like, we only had two. It might just be because I had that one bad experience at the casino where it turned out she was married. Oh, <laughs> Sancho. But, uh, yeah, like, there there were, s- currently, at my current job, there are several hot women at the office. But I, I've never, like, it's never really been, like, a thing where yeah. I'm like, 
I'm gonna try. I'm gonna yeah. shoot my shot. I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. Well, that's I'm the thing. Just like, eh, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you have to be fucking sure. If it's like an office setting, you have to be sure that there is like something there. Like you have to confirm it off hours or something because like I the last time I worked in an office was obviously pre-COVID and it was insurance and literally all the women were either elderly, married, accounted for, or hardcore Republicans. <laughs> and I was like, fucking shit, I can't get nothing. Or crazy lady. Um, there was one lady, she's a little older, or whatever. I wasn't attracted to her, but she was single. And she would meow randomly, like hyper-realistically in the middle of the office for no reason. She was one of the top salespeople. Her name wasn't Roxy, was it? No. Oh, thank God. Oh, did you know? <laughs> oh, I'm saying, do you know some of the Roxy that did that? Yeah, at the casino, there was a... She was actually really... She's not the married girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, my position at the casino was the banker. So I closed out everyone's cash boxes. Uh -huh. And then I counted everyone's tips. Roxy was a server, and when you're in the back, like we couldn't leave. Bankers had to stay in the bank, right, manage right. the vault, right. die for it. Oh, <laughs> you have to go that far, but <laughs> no, we always said like if someone comes in and like vaguely threatens me with any sort of violence, we'll be like, yeah, just push the button, dude. There's not even a key. Yeah, <laughs> take it all. It's fine. Yeah, who 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 heists casinos anymore? Uh, well, the thing is, we were really close to the border, so oh. there was always the looming threat of the cartel deciding this is our casino now. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> that I feel like there's a movie premise there. It's like Probably. cartel versus the casino, <laughs> and all the bank tellers are like, no, they can't take the money for some reason. They have just this. Oh, incredible loyalty to stop reading my dream journal <laughs> jj i know how i know how you work you have many loyalties work is not one of them <laughs> but. no but uh so me and my one of my co-workers javi mm -hmm. we'd get really bored you know just after a while we already like ran out of stories to talk about right right and so i one time i mentioned to him hey javi have you ever seen super troopers mm -hmm. i was like the one with the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Why? The servers come in so that I to shift change. Uh -huh. So I'm gonna count their tips. And Roxy was the first one in, and I was like, So, you need me to count your tips right, Meow? <laughs> oh my god, did you really? Oh yeah. Oh god. And we just we kept it going. <laughs> like she never noticed. <laughs> Until the next day we came clean because like we were giggling like schoolgirls, like <laughs> we were teeing. And finally we told her, like, we've been saying meow instead of now. And she just was like, and, oblivious? and then like she got it finally, and meow just sort of became her nickname. Oh man. And so from then on, when she would come in, she would say meow. Oh. <laughs> No, it was funny that people forget that that was Jim Gaffigan in that car. <laughs> it's like that movie. I watched Beer Fest because I couldn't find Super Troopers on so like whatever platform. I was like, I want to watch Super Troopers. Yeah. They just didn't have it. You had to like pay for it. And so I was like, oh, I watch yeah. Beer Fest. <laughs> that was that same guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Broken so. Lizard. Anyway, folks, that's a little pre-show. But before we go further into it, I just saw this on my For You page. And I was like, Street Fighter 2 reimagined the 70s and 80s. So I wanted to take a look at it. And I want this now. There's nothing more I want in this life. Let's see how far. Oh my god, that looks like they would do it in the 80s. They paint a guy and give him fuzzy <laughs> <They put> hair. <laughs> it looks like they put one of those uh uh the 
toilet carpets. Yeah. The ones that go like on the lid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yep, that's that same weird like matted texture. But then like, what's that face? That face looks familiar though. I feel like uh, Hulk. It's the Incredible Hulk. It's Lou Ferrigno. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stolen from Lou Ferrigno. Dawson looks fucking intimidating. Uh, Jigal just looks like a Jojo at that point. And then Chun-Li just looks like Asian lady. E Honda looks kind of fucking dope, to be honest. That's pretty sweet. Sweet Chun Li. Is it supposed to be Chun Li again? No, that's Sakura. Sakura. Okay. Ken, yep. That's classic 80s white guy. Fei Long, no taper fades in the 80s. Balrog, that's Carl Weathers. Yep. <laughs> Ryu looks good. Uh, yep, they would get a white guy. <laughs> they would get a white guy to play Akuma for sure. T Hawk. You know what? For a Mexican character, they would make him an Italian man and give him weird feathers. So that makes this is all checking out. Okay, that's just uh, who played Cami Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> I was gonna say Natalie and Bruglia. But I was like, that's the wrong '90s star. M Bison is Sean Connery, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Zangief. Yep, you can that's find the just, mountain, ain't it? It looks uh, like the mountain. Roughly, you can find any sort of Eastern European giant man who is a Sagat. Yeah, no eye patch, pre eye patch, pre scar. That's canon. It's a DJ. Just yep, just a generic black guy. Guile, generic white guy. There you go. Oh AI, you're gonna come for us all one day. People are afraid that they're gonna be like, oh yeah, AI is gonna take over podcasting. I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, not podcasting, but definitely my job. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the funny thing is that then someone's gonna write a script for your job, and then someone's gonna write a counter script so that they can get. Free discounts, and then there's just gonna be two competing AIs, and we're all gonna be doomed. But stick around, we're gonna do, we're a little late to the Valentine's Day festivities, but we're gonna get to that in just a few short moments. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I'll just do the ads right now, and then that way we can just have a free flowing show for the rest of the time because we're gonna talk about the top fives, and that's gonna be actually pretty quick because it's just the two of us today, which is actually quite enjoyable. You get to talk more, <laughs> and I talk. A lot, but I want to hear you this time. And usually you get drowned out by Tommy or myself. And now I, it's you and me, buddy. Together forever. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Oh, yeah. I was like, so that worked. I was hoping you'd go, just the two of us. I don't get my dreams. We'll be right back, guys. I'm going to do this thing and then uh, prep the show. We're going to go. Welcome to the Manscaped Dad. Did you know that over 4 million people trust Manscaped with their nether regions? But guess what, folks? We just missed Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day already happened, and I warned you before earlier in the month that if you didn't keep your business clean, that you would be all alone. And for those of you who are listening that were all alone, I'm sorry. Like, but I told you, I, war I warned you. It was, I was very cautious and very specific that if you don't... Make yourself look nice and appealing for the ladies or gentlemen that you prefer, or not binary people that you prefer. You're going to be doomed. So, I'm going to give you another chance and tell you about the Beard Hedger. The Beard Hedger, I have one of these that gifted all of us one. JJ, you got one. I got one. He got one. And guess what? He loves it. JJ, turn those logos real quick. Because we don't want to just push them off a little bit to the side. And then... It's bad. There you go. It's bad. There you go. Anyway, JJ, you did your face with it. How did you think of it for reals? I fell in love. Oh, my God. With the man in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, man in the mirror. Oh, yeah. I actually, I mean, look at my beard. Fuck it. Look at it. It's fantastic. This is actually from like two days old because I shaved my head clean. 
uh, using the assistance of that and the straight razor. And this fade right here is only two days old. So if you think I look nice and polished with the hat on, it's because I'm using this. The zoom wheel is a revolutionary technology. Instead of having to use all sorts of different attachments, it's one attachment. And you click the zoom wheel and it has uh, one to 10, but it has 0.5s in the middle. Yeah. And you can fade yourself up nice and quick. Now the line's usually a little bit higher on mine, but I did that first trim on a TikTok in like six minutes. It was just me discovering it out the box. And I actually haven't even charged it yet. Out the box, it's already fully charged, at least my instance. And I've been able to use it several times and I love it. And if you want one yourself, you can use coupon code MEX20. That's MEX20 to get yourself 20% off and free shipping off of the Beard Hedger, the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, anything you want from Manscaped, 20% off of free shipping. Look at the items. And more importantly, I'm trying to get Manscaped to send me the Beard Hedger Pro Kit that comes with the beard shampoo, the conditioner, the oil, the balm, the travel bag, all of that stuff. I might actually just buy the kit and then just give this away give and then away. steal everything else because it's a good plan. Yeah. I have the peak hygiene plan. Do you really? Oh, yeah. the one where it like re-ups? It re-ups every oh. once in a while. That's why I've gotten like so much Manscaped shit. Right there, look at the peak hygiene plan. <clears throat> yeah. And you so, save an additional as well. So yeah, I'm pretty sure now with the beard hedger formulations and beard combs and stuff, uh -huh. I could probably swap out like what something that I already have, like the crop reviver. I love the crop reviver, but I got my two bottles. <laughs> my crops left. too revived. My my crops could stand to you know dry out a little bit. Right. <laughs> what but, comes with the peak hygiene kit? There you go. Peak, I'm gonna look it up right here. Today, get the fresh blades, refills of your of your favorites, and try new products all delivered to your doorstep every three months. Eighteen what? Eighteen ninety? No, I'm like I'm not even trying to be like a commercial. Eighteen ninety nine per shipment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Some of the stuff is free, like the the crop reviver and the crop preserver. Uh -huh. All that stuff comes included with the 18 hardware stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, look at choose your peak products, beard balm and lip balm. Yeah, there you go. And then it rotates out. Show me more. And anything that's like more hardware, like oh, you can get what? Yeah, I got the that's how I got the clone. Dude, what why have we not been pitching <laughs> this? This is awesome. Well, the cologne, you get a discount on it. Uh -huh. So you you don't get it for the eighteen ninety nine. Uh -huh. You still have to pay a little bit, but you don't pay the full price. Still, okay. you still get a steep discount on top of the Max twenty. Oh my freaking <laughs> god! It's the so many deals, JJ. I didn't even know about it. I might have to do that because <laughs> I, I was like, "What? I want. I want some free blades too. I want to try out like the um, the cologne, and um, I kind of want some of these other things." They too. added a new scent to the cologne too. Though, yeah, there's I, two of them now. Yeah, yeah, but I want some of that beard shampoo. I'm out of beard shampoo, beard oil. In that little tincture, little drippy thing. I need some of that. Uh, I need some more conditioner. Beard balm. I see. I want to know what scent it is because I have a beard balm, but I need one that maybe isn't so scented. I'm guessing it's going to be the refined scent, which oh. is the the same scent that the preserver and the crop provider. Which we talk about. This scent is a signature scent and is delightful on everything. But look at all these things you can get. <laughs> oh, what? I can get a 2.0. Oh, done. <laughs> if I get heavily discounted 2.0 for 20 bucks, 18 some odd. We're doing it. But that said, get your face right, get your balls right, get your legs right, get your chest right. Get right. That way, next Valentine's Day, you're not so alone. And if you're fine being alone and just want to be silky smooth, you can do that too. Coupon code MEX20, 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com. Not only will your face thank you for all of it, JJ, what else will they think? 
Your balls. Wait, no, the balls will think. No, the, the balls thank you. You thank yourself, and you thank us for using Manscaped. Discount Mex 20 for 20% free shipping. You got it? You, you got it? Good. Better be using it. They, they yell at us if, if they don't. Actually, they don't yell at us. We, <laughs> we actually have a pretty good relationship with Manscaped. They keep giving us stuff. Thank you, Manscaped, and thank you for using it. Bye. Back to the show. Everybody <laughs> to the completely audio and not fixed posting countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka the Excellence, and joining me on the other side, as always, maybe not as always, we have. Oh shit! I'm the only one. Oh, it's just JJ. I'm JJ. Oh god! It's like suddenly Susan. It's constantly <laughs> JJ. Oops, well, all JJs. Oops! Oh no! Well, everybody, it's just us two, and we realize, you know what? On this top five, we're not we're not admitting. That all the guys just totally bailed on us and abandoned us for our own uh, good, maybe? I don't know. No, we're just saying we're the best couple. That's what That was what I was trying to get at, is that if we're going to do a top five couples, at the end of the day, have you really not noticed the tension between me and JJ every waking moment of this show? It's electric. Oh, God. <laughs> here's, here's I'll never do that again. <laughs> please, yeah, please don't. Please don't. I'm visibly and audibly. We will. And, and maybe, we will never speak of this. Chat, shut the hell shut up. Shut the chat. Oh, wait. The chat's not even in there. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I haven't had it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything's ruined. Uh, does it have you put in the passcode? Uh, it usually doesn't. See. No. There it is. There, there you are. Oh, well, now you guys are going back to the same. They're in a whole different <laughs> world talking about roid rage. No. So we're talking about the top five couples, and I might as well. If it's hilarious that it ended up being a two people thing. I just made the realization two moments ago before I cut all this on. So we're going to do a little bit of that. We actually did a pretty good pre-show already. Um, and so we're doing well. Mocha Medics, welcome to the show. Welcome everybody else to the show as well who's inside watching here. Um, yeah, talking couples. Valentine's Day was ha- happened yesterday. I got flowers for my girlfriend and they promptly canceled them. <laughs> so I, I was like one in the morning and I was like, delivery for the 14th? Fuck yeah, let me do that. And then in the morning at like 10 o'clock, they're like, we failed to let you know that we're not going to make your fucking flowers. We overestimated. But you took my money. We overestimated how many flowers we could make. And I was, I was quite upset. But then I ended up getting her uh, Red Robin <laughs> gift card because she wanted Red Robin. And I was like, done. Because Yum. they have a good vegan burger. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's like a chicken. No, not chicken. It's like vegan, impossible, uh, jalapeno delicious. And she loves it. And I was like, cool. Go get that. And then she... God, what a sweetheart. She knows that, and for those of you at all, you also that know this out there, people, that I'm um, going through like a health, not a health kick. It's more of like a health preservation. And um, so I'm eating healthier. And usually she would give me like $50 in DoorDash. And I would just go fucking buck wild on DoorDash. But she was like, oh, no, I, I know you're not doing that no more. So how about $50 of Jamba Juice? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, well, how am I going to drink that much juice? Well, it turns out it's only two. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the problem with not the problem with Java Juice. There's only one in all of Austin because it's all uh, juice land here. So I was like, okay, she wouldn't know. It's fine. But then I was like, okay, well, let me see what Java Juice has. Oh, they deliver, you say. And so they have like acai bowls. They have uh, the drinks. They had like a, a breakfast sandwich. So I got all that stuff. And you're thinking, oh, like a smoothie and an acai bowl and a sandwich. You're gonna have tons of gift card left it, with delivery. It was forty like three dollars <laughs> because like it was t- like ten fifteen dollars with fees and delivery. 
So point is, I'm off of DoorDash. Fuck DoorDash forever and ever. DoorDash made me fat. I'm not going to take any personal responsibility for it. I'm going to blame DoorDash. And uh, thanks, hun. And Jamba Juice, you're all right. But God damn it, fix your fees. For the love of God. <laughs> build Dude, more locations. Build more locations. <laughs> Did you do anything for Valentine's Day? Did you have a sweetheart that you're keeping from everybody? Manuela. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'm <just laughs> <my> water. <laughs> you did it with the Spanish accent. Manuela. <laughs> uh, Come no, on, I'm... you haven't advanced to sex toys yet? That's such a... That's <laughs> such a well, that's the thing. Everyone talks about girls and they get their toys. Guys, I... So... Being in a relationship, those are things. Why do you get to be Buck Rogers in 24 <laughs> Right. Meanwhile, I'm here <laughs> in the fucking Stone Age. You're right. No, no, you're wrong. You know, don't break it if it's not full. Don't, don't break it at all. Um, it's If it's not broken, don't fix it, right? But, like, we were talking about Goliath. I wonder if Goliath's in the chat. Uh, Goliath's not in the chat, but Goliath was openly talking about her, uh, sorry, his relationships and how uh, he uses strap-ons. Uh, Goliath is trans. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to get any surgery. I have all sorts of mechanisms that I could use. And I'm like, and we were like, yeah, what are you fucking Tony Stark? Like, just, and I'm like, girls have that technology who use that. Trans men have that technology. And then the guys, the technology has advanced. <laughs> have you ever, have you looked at a sex place? Like, uh, like a shop online? Like, look at their wares for dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's insane. I know we're getting really blue right away. This is a weird conversation to have between two dudes. But, like, it's like, do you want one to slobber? And it's like, it's got liquid. <laughs> and you put a little a tube in there. And it feeds it lube. And then it, like, oscillates up and down and spins. I'm like, nothing's going to be better than that. Why would I tap myself with that? You know? I'm taking You're kind of taking all the sport out of it. It's like. Hunting with a fifty cow, right. like, it's gonna die. Right. No, they're saying like no pocket pocket pussies. Like no pocket pussy is rubber and hand. It's still your hand, right? Right. Yeah. This one is. These are like motorized mechanisms, and like and like oh, if you microwave it, like microwave. What the fuck? Are you heat activated. What are you talking about? Like that. Like what kind of Pandora's box does every guy, single guy who was lonely on Valentine's Day have access to that? Like. I feel like that's a path you go down that you just can't come back from. Why would you? You know? JJ, your silence is deafening. You said Manuela. You're, so you're not too far gone. You're not um, too far gone. No, it's just, I was thinking about, so every once in a while, me and Paco will get drunk. We won't buy sex toys. But <laughs> <laughs> me and my cousin get drunk and... But like, he'll be like, you ever... Go on a porn site and see those ads for like the realistic butts that you can just plow. Yeah. Kind of want to buy one. I'm like, Paco, you still live at home, dude. <laughs> Where are you going to hide it? That's, okay. So look, I, I, we're going blue this episode right away. We'll get into the sweet couple part, but if you're a child, don't listen to this or if you're whatever. I can't get this one thing out of my head. It was an ad on one of the, you know, everyone, everyone participated. Many healthy people could participate healthily in porn. I do. And um, there was an ad I saw like early, a couple of years ago, like almost a decade ago when I was like still in college or high school even. And the advertisement was one of those, it was like belly button down mm. and then mid thigh up. So it was just the goods with a little extra stomach and the advertising like on the box and, and pardon my French, it grosses me out saying it. 
20 pounds of pussy ass. <laughs> and I'm like, 20 pounds. I can't think about how big 20 pounds is. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. What I'm is 20 pounds? Now I'm imagining the dude at the sex shop treating it like a car dealership. Like, <laughs> 20 pounds. See that trunk right there? That's 20 pounds of plowing. Holy shit, dude. Okay. These are things that are equally to that amount of silicone flesh butt. Sledgehammer. Push lawnmower, garden statues, shopping cart. Holy shit. E-bike, uh, birth, six birth tent, water cooler, dog crate, weighted blanket, pad, a 20 pound weighted blanket. Fucking shit. Uh, that's a crazy person blanket. Hydraulic bottle jack, a fucking sledgehammer. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to take the weight of a sledgehammer and I'm going to put my whole torso into this. But that same thing about you live at home, where are you going to hide it? It's 20 pounds of, <laughs> it's a whole half of like a, uh, abdomen torso thing right, yeah it's gonna have to go like someplace reachable right that's the thing <laughs> right no but then you're like okay like I, I'm, I don't try to imagine it too often but it's like what do you do after it because you're like laying down you're standing up and you're just going to town and then you finish and then you have to clean it okay so then you got this big old slippery thing covered in all sorts of juices and you're yeah, like, it's like hiding it. a body it's like <laughs> right yeah you know you're, you're hosing it off using god knows what because some of them are like put it in the dishwasher i'm like why the fuck would i do that <laughs> not doing that at all and then the other one terrify like, your mom <laughs> <laughs> what is this car <laughs> and um and so then or you go in the shower and you have to just scrub it with like a uh one of those um <laughs> fan scrubbers or you, like bottle scrubbers and then and then you're done then you dry it off because you have to clean it you have to clean it that's gross if you don't clean it and then you have this tour yeah like it's like hiding a dead body my, I actually had this conversation with Paco actually your cousin he was like, <laughs> I put it on my mantle I was like no don't do that but like yeah you have to cover it in like a blanket you're not gonna put it back in the box that's just crazy like that's a lot of post care effort it's, it's almost easier just to get a girl and be like, hey, lady, a couple drinks. And guess what? She cleans herself. I hope, ideally. She doesn't have to go in the closet. She goes home. And you can go to sleep in your own home. It's Yeah. So, point is, you had a great Valentine's Day. So, it's like playing with. I'm not going to ask. You do it. You do whatever you want. I've, I, me and you have been the most chronically single out of the whole group because Tommy. Tommy's been on and off in different things. Margo's been on and off in different things. And then Taylor's just like a married man now in Cancun, Mexico. He says he's not married. He's practically married. Anyway. And then I have a girlfriend, but she's not here like most of the time. So it's like, I, I no, I'm not cheating. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm having all sorts. No, I'm not. I have no game. That's the thing. I have a girlfriend. Still no game. It's awful. It's completely awful. Because I go to the domain. I'm dressed like this. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not cool. I'm not going to be able to compete with young people who are so fucking weird. The funniest thing about going out with Elijah to the domain uh-huh. while I was dressed all schlubby <laughs> right. was that one dude, a dude, uh-huh. like as I was walking back to like get a drink, walking back to the bar, was like, where's that, where's that logo from, dog? <laughs> Star Wars? Or, or do you mean the hoodie? Because I was uh-huh. wearing the AEW one. Oh, God, like, yeah. This is AEW. <laughs> it's wrestling. And this is Star Wars. Nope. And that was it. That was it. <laughs> so I thought I he was going to flirt with you. I thought you were about to get asked out for a nice dance or for a drink. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to gay clubs, not by accident, but just by circumstance. And I get hit on. And I'm like, this is really flattering. I can't I can't lead you on. Like, <laughs> like I'd be a shitty girl because the like, girls, girls, I mean, I don't know. I, or I'd, I'd probably be, if I was a dude, I'd probably be a slut. 
to be sure. Like, to be fair. Like, oh, I totally. Yeah, like, or if I, if I was into dudes, I'm saying I am a dude. <laughs> if I was a dude, no. Because if I was a girl, I'd probably be like, I am. I just have no game. And be like, what? You like me? I had no idea. Because that's how I am now. Um, but then, like, if I was a dude that liked dudes, I wouldn't know even what. I, that's the thing. I'm so, like, I find, I know when a dude's attractive, period. But I don't know what is attractive to me. You know? It's kind of like Idris Elba. Is he attractive? Absolutely. Is he attractive to me, though? Like, would I be like, oh, yeah, I want that. I don't have that. I don't have that level of gay in me. You know, it's a, it's a spectrum. I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could have been. I'm in a, lo- a lot of ways further down that spectrum. You know, and it's not a fucking binary. I'm not like, oh, I'm so straight. I'm so straight forever. It's like, nah, yeah, I'm a little gay musicals and whatnot. But I can't I can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm into that type of dude. Like, I don't have a type of dude. And I, I feel kind of disappointed. I feel like as a well-rounded man, you should know what type of men you're into. I guess wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> like they're yeah, like that makes sense though. It's like oh yeah, that uh, maybe gymnasts. Because I'm like man, gymnasts they got the feet like they have like feats of strength. They're fucking flipping, and it's like I can appreciate that. But they're all like because they're not scrawny, they're not huge. I don't know. It's a weird conversation. Talk about couples. <laughs> Talk about couples and not and being and, and being open with. Huh? Am I gay? Nah, no, no, can't can't do it. I had a gay dude caress my beard, and it was nice, but I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> it's like, no. Because, yeah, he did it, like, randomly as he was walking by outside the gay club. And I went up to him. I was like, hey, man. I didn't find that very polite that you caress my beard like that. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. He's a little cholo. Oh, I'm so sorry, fool. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I go, you just got to ask. Really, fool? I was like, yeah. And so he did this to my beard. And I was like, you're welcome. He goes, thank you. And he jumped in my arms. <laughs> and I was like. Like scooby Doo's? Yeah, no, no not, not princess style. Like, like bro, like, actually more notebooky. <laughs> like, I kind of had his legs. Kind of had his legs. He kind of wrapped around me. And then I was like, all right, go. Go be safe. Have fun. Should have done the Patrick Swayze. And just <laughs> oh, he was he was, a, he was a squatty cholo, dude. He was, he was squatty. But anyway, we're talking about couples. Top five couples, and you scared me a little bit. You're like, well, did we do top five couples already? <laughs> no, we did top five partners. Right. Partners can be anything. Batman or Robin. This is strictly romantic. This is from TV, movies, video games. And I'm going to start with my number five. And my number five is actually... I'm going to say that again into the mic. My number five is kind of cheap because it just happened. It's so recent. And I'm not. I'm going to spoil a new show a little bit. But if you've heard anything about it, um, or you keep tr- track of this show, um, close your ears a little bit. Uh, it's nothing too crazy, but uh, it is a spoiler to do it. So, uh, and then uh, oh, oh, Andrew Wilson, but what a polyamory. Now I'm too jealous. Just to get to, before we get off that, too jealous. If my girl was doing or talking to other dudes or other girl, uh, maybe not other girls, because I'm a man in my brain, like a right, stupid yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. But like, if it was another dude, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be okay with it. like, Or if that would be a option for me maybe if i was dating someone like a porn star oh where they that was like their job yeah where because then there's a degree of separation did it have to be a porn star or could they just be a general sex worker like only fans type thing maybe there too well because porn has read like uh like um what's the word i'm looking for um the thing with only fans is that like 
you don't have to bang other dudes. Oh, I'll, I'll wear a luchador mask and I'll plow you. Right. <laughs> Where the hell did you do to cover your identity? It sounds like you've planned this already. Oh, yes. I've thought about it many a time. Oh, my. Dude, that would be kind of killer. I'd be kind of killer to be honest. Like, okay, I got to do OnlyFans content. I know I have a friend who's a male who does OnlyFans content, uh, and he is easily identifiable. And I'm like, I'm not going to say it like how, but he's easily identifiable. I'm like, bro. There's no way people are not going to know it's you. They know you date this person who's a very successful Instagram model. Um, so luchador mask, however, you can just be fucking anybody. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I was going to make a point. Um, oh, <laughs> Raheem. Danny Downs is married, sadly. And don't I know it? I know. That's his favorite. And one of my higher tier ones. Um, I don't know. I'm too emotional. I, I'm too I'm too emotional. I'd be like, no, you're you're mine and I'm yours. Um, yeah, I, I, like if I was like, I'm gonna marry this girl. Like I'm fully committed. I couldn't date other girls, and I wouldn't like. Uh, no, I wouldn't even like let her date. Let her date other girls. I'm very monogamous and call me outdated. That's gonna be outdated as fuck in a few years, where all the Gen Zs are like, everyone's polyamorous, and I'm gonna be like, no, one partner forever, like geese. Or swans or whatever. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, and that's going to... Huh? Pangolins. Pangolins. There you go. See? So uh, that was a good question. And you can pepper those in. I'll, I'll look over. But going back to my number five, it's Bill and Frank from The Last of Us TV yeah. show. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so cute. And I was like, okay, Bill and Frank, I remembered... Um, I remembered that Ron Swanson was going to be cast as him, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to be Mr. You know, Prepper and all sorts of crazy... And obviously, spoiler alert for Last of Us, if you haven't seen it, very brief spoiler, um, skip ahead about three minutes if you want to just avoid it all. Um, he's, you know, he's a prepper, and, and then I forgot he was gay in the show, or in the game. Well, it's not overt in the game. Right. It, in the spoilers for both the game and the show. Yeah, there's still three minutes, still three minute rule, bugger. In, in the show went in a different direction with Bill right. than the game did. Right. In the sense that you actually got to meet Bill. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is no Frank at that point in time in the game. Right. And in the game, after you depart from Bill's, mm -hmm. there is hints and evidence that scene in the next episode in the show where uh -huh. Ellie finds Magazine, that's in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's happens. in the game, yeah. So there's clues, there's hints suggesting but it's never overt right and in the show they're excruciatingly gay <laughs> and in the most best positive way because right. you know they're they're playing piano and he's like a prepper and he's all hardened he's like you're not playing it right because i'm ron swanson and then they start kissing i was like oh yeah they're gay oh shit. i forgot <laughs> like i forgot that that was the element of the show right and so then you obviously people fell in love and they got torn fell in love and then torn asunder by the episode but it's is a really tender episode. Like, yeah, it he's is. all nervous. He's like, I, I've never done this before. And he's like, if, you know, he's like, have you done it at all? He's like, there are a couple girls. And it's like, it was like, that part was kind of sad. Where he's like, yeah, I tried to be with girls, but it just wasn't my thing. Lived with his mother, loved music. It's like kind of like the, the very silent, subtle things. But then he's also a don't step on me, don't tread on me type of fucking right, yeah, yeah. anti-government guy. So it was like this really interesting thing where it was not just like, Oh, there's just this you know, flamboyantly gay couple. It was like, no, this is real guys who are really in love. And then they're 
giggling over strawberries and shit. <laughs> like it was so sweet and tender. It's like, how could you not? And they get old together and it's like, you know, they get into fights. And when you think they get into a fight, you think it goes into the video game thing. It's like, no, they make up. It's fine. Yeah. They, 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 they work it out. And then they live a whole fucking life together. I mean, one of them gets sick, of course. And then they eat a bunch of poison and fucking explode. Like, it was just so nice. And the thing was, like, being completely honest, it's not that I was uncomfortable, but I was, I'm just so not used to it, right? I don't consume gay stories, right? It's not something that's on my, uh, I don't consume many stories at all. I don't watch a lot of TV. But having it just kind of thrust in there, and I was like, it it made me go like, why am I uncomfortable? And then once I got, well, I knew because they were going to fucking die. That was the only reason. But it was like, okay, I'm watching it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's how it'd go into things and they have their their particulars and you know one guy makes a nice dinner and it's like i would do that for my lady hell yeah and then they just go out and he's like yeah, i'm old i'm i'm satisfied we're drinking horse poison <laughs> and, and and then it just culminates and it's done and it's so sweet and it's also ron swanson for who people for the longest time were like yeah i'm gonna be like that guy the ultimate man's man and he's shirtless making sweet love to another man and i bet you a bunch of right-wing conservatives were pissed that brings me joy because fuck them. Yeah, I was talking to my brother about this episode after it aired, or the week after. Uh-huh. And we both think that this is probably the one that gets them nominated for an Emmy. Oh, for sure. This has got to be it. Right. Because at, when it gets to that point in the episode where they're old and Frank's like, this is what I want to do. Fuck, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> here's how I want it to play out uh-huh. and you're going to do it because you love me. Right. And I was like, fuck, that's beautiful. Right. <laughs> right. And he's sobbing on the couch. Right. Yeah. Just uncont- <laughs> quietly, but uncontrollably. And I'm like, fuck. the joke I made with my brother was like, it got to me, dude. And I'm an unfeeling monster. Yeah. And it got to me. Right. <laughs> and yeah. And it, it, yeah. It was, it was such a pretty episode and it was such a tender story. And I was like, man, I hate that it had to end so darkly. And The Last of Us has just been a beat down fest after beat down fest. I kind of don't want to watch it. It's like The Walking <laughs> Dead, like season three, where you're like, I'm tired of everyone fucking dying. Right. And this one, same thing. Like uh, they did the Sam episode, the Sam and Henry episode. And I was like, I knew it was coming. That shit, I, I cried when I played the game almost 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah. I cried. I was like, fuck, why am I doing this again to myself? And then they do another bait and switch with Frank. That's my number five. Who did they, who did they say they were bros? I made it a point to watch bros to see if it's actually comfortable. And it was a great movie. Very basic oh. rom-com. Oh, yeah. The, nice. the all gay yeah. rom-com. Uh, or, yeah. Homosexual or male homosexual. I don't know. Um, by the way, I just want to go back to our, our previous before. Uh, Serenity QT. Q2. Um, monogamy. Going back to monogamy. Um, well, Hugo saw before that. Monogamy is unfortunately a flaw of being raised in America. But then Serenity QT was like, it's already outdated. That's why I'm forever alone. No one wants a monogamous relationship. It's all friends with benefits. Let's not label it. Let's be open. I wonder if anytime you think in absolutes, you're a Sith. But also, it's the, you know, usually not true. <laughs> usually it's like, oh, you're sad. Depression, if you will. I'm not saying you're depressed. But I'm saying that in that situation, it's not everybody. It's just that. I wonder if there's an effect of like everyone dying around you <laughs> for the last three years being a young person and being like, yeah, I don't want any life's fleeting. Nothing's matters. I could die anytime. Um, I wonder. Yeah. I, I don't think it's outdated. I think, I think America's too Puritan for that <laughs> at this moment. 
I think we've gone too long as that one monogamous thing, and it'll it'll break up eventually. It's, it's always been there's always been people who've been polyamorous or enjoy being vague or whatever. But anyway, you're number five. My number five. I'm actually gonna kind of piggyback off of. Bill and Frank. This is a couple. Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> this is a couple that uh, reminded me a little bit when I saw that episode. I thought about this couple a little bit. They are from the very short-lived and very brilliant cartoon, Mission Hill. And it is Gus and Wally. Gus and Wally. Why have I not heard of this before? Uh, Mission Hill was a very, very short. <laughs> I just look at the picture. He's like holding a one's angry and one has these green eyes. Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Yeah, it, I think it aired on UPN or WB. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, they were probably the first gay couple that I saw like in animation. Uh-huh. I can't say that they were the first. Right. I don't know, but they were probably the first one that I saw. Yeah. And the show only lasted one season, but they had this just like real relationship. Right. They would get into arguments and Gus is obviously like, you look at him and you're like, this dude's like a man's man. Right. Right. (laughs) And Wally, you can kind of tell a little bit, but they just, they made it work and they were just like a normal couple. Right. (laughs) Yeah. The show's weird looking. Oh, so that's that's the episode that I wanted to bring up. It ended up being the last episode of the show. Uh-huh. It only lasted one season. Uh-huh. But, hey, Rakeen. Rakeen, back. Welcome back. 12, mu- 12 months. It's a year. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Rakeen. But back, but, but, but back to, uh, they meet on a B-movie set? <laughs> yeah. So, it, what? <laughs> Wally was a director uh-huh. in the early, I don't know, 60s yeah. something. 30s maybe they're they're an elderly couple already when you when you meet them in the show Uh wally was a director and he fell in love with gus Mm -hmm. and in the plot of the show in the plot of that episode it turns out that wally essentially created plan nine this universe's plan nine from outer space Uh he he made that movie he directed that movie but because he fell in love with gus it was sort of like his love letter to gus he casted gus as the alien uh-huh. and the studio was like this is wrong this is stupid like this movie is terrible but right. wally just kept pushing forward because he loves gus and he wanted gus to be involved in his life that's fucking sweet dog. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice sentiment i'm trying to find them where they kiss but no they're just yeah there's a whole ass movie i mean this is 38 minute ep- 38 minute episode Plan 9 for Mission Hill or I Married a Gay Man from Outer Space. Is that the name of the episode? Yeah. But yeah, no, that's so... Not, like. That's When was the show made? It was made in like the early 2000s, I want to say. That's crazy because that was a sin to be gay in the early 2000s. <laughs> you had to be queer-eyeing for somebody's wardrobe or furniture, but... 1999? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And they had a really good For a time. cartoon? Yeah. They also had a really, there was this dynamic about them that I really loved. Wally was obviously the most, the more soft-spoken of the two. Mm-hmm. And there's one episode where one of the kids, that's their neighbors, that are, is actually the main characters of the show. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, Andy, he's struggling to find a job. He's unemployed and he's like, look, I really need a job, but I don't have any references. 
and he asked us and wally and mm. wally was like oh don't worry about it Andy. you put me down as a reference i will lie like a serpent for you <laughs> <laughs> and gus like is, a serpent stupid <laughs> <laughs> and gus is like you shouldn't do that that's honesty is the best policy but he's really hard nose about it and, yeah 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 and they get into a mild tiff about it time comes and the phone wally's phone rings and he doesn't answer it because he's he's now nervous about lying lying and so he's just gonna let the phone ring off the hook and not pick it up but gus stands up picks up the phone Uh and he's like yeah yeah and he worked for me Uh (laughs) he's a stand-up guy you should hire him if you got a brain in your head you will hire this kid. <laughs> right. That's fucking awesome. And he's got a knife in his head. Uh, someone said, Jerry the Jedi, I remember the show from Adult Swim. I wish it could have had another season. Shit, this feels like something that they bring back. They have to bring back everything. I really wish they would. The, the production team wanted to have the characters grow and change over time. Uh-huh. Um, That's interesting. And you can kind of see like the seeds of that being planted in the first season, but it never got renewed. That's fucking bullshit. It's homophobia. No, I, whatever reason. Bring back Mission Hill. Hashtag. Do it. You're number five. Mission Hill. Gus and Wally. My number four is from video games. And people aren't going to think it's very nice. But having one played the first game, or rather second game, the prequel. And then having watched a lot of YouTube videos about the first game. My number four. John and Abigail Marsden from Red Dead Redemption. Because like, so... John Marsden, obviously the leader of the game in Red Dead Redemption, the first one. And uh let's see, John and Abigail Marsden. And um, you know, whatever's he's grim dark, ultimate badass guy, gunslinger, whatever, in that first one. And then he goes down on a blaze of glory as all cowboys do in that era, and leaves his wife and son abandoned because he's doing cowboy shit, hunting down his old friends. But in Red Dead Redemption 2, the prequel. Like watching like one her worry about him being lost for so long right at the beginning, like everyone's like, no, nah, it's fine. He'll be OK. She's like, no, go find him. I'm worried. Got this little kid, the son I got to worry about. And so you see her desperate need to make sure he's OK, even though she don't even like him that much. And then him, his responsibility to her because he gave her a kid to take care of his kid. He's not the best guy. He's a cowboy. But that that relationship that they have that goes back and forth between like. I, you are the father of this kid. Take care of him. I'm, you're the mother of this kid. I got to take care of you. Like that dynamic just really worked for me. And it's like real subtle, especially at the end where he's like building a house for her and doing everything he can after all this crazy shit went on. It's like, fuck, I, you know, my best friend died. The gang fell apart. I have you and I have my kid and we have to make this right. And fucking does everything he can. And then you even go on a sweet date in the prologue and everything in one of the games. And I think it's just so cute. And what's even worse, and like it was kind of a poignant thing that really upset me when Dutch said it, because Dutch is an asshole. He's like, we've all had her. He's she's the horror yeah. of the whole thing. Like that's a fucked up to say about anybody. But the fact that that just it didn't even phase him, right? It was just like, you know what? Look, she had her past. She did whatever. I still love her anyway. Like regardless of the past, and she's you know she we had a kid. And she's my wife, and I'm going to take care of her. Like, as irresponsible, as fuck up as he was, as absent as he was, because he took off, right? Yeah, he took off in the middle of the story at some point. And people were mad at him for that. 
like he just came back. He came back and tried to make it right. And I, I like that element of a relationship. It's not real poignant. It's not real focused, but it's like, I really admire. And I like that element of a story where it's like, I don't know how to do any of this, but I'm going to do what I can. And then he does. And then his son becomes a murderer. And that's okay, too. <laughs> but no, what do they say in the chat? Oh, we've got an update for you. That's not in the chat. Another time, please. Uh, see, Nathan Drake and Atlanta might be one there, too. Um, Daria. Daria? Daria had a real romance in that show? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like the way Darius was set up, though. Oh. Because uh, she essentially stole Jane's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. My number five. The four, though. John and Abigail Marsden, Red Dead Redemption, Cowboy Love. I also had this idea that if I had to go back in time to any time, it would be cowboy times. Because one, there was Mexican cowboys. And two, they had like ice cream and barbershops. And like, kind of, like they had like some standard like nice things, you know? Like you can get a hotel. You can get a bath. You can get ice cream. You can get candies. You can get canned cocaine. foods. Cocaine. <coughs> Whatever you want. I had that thought because I was on Big Thunder Mountain, Disneyland. And they have all the facade of all the shops, right? It's like, oh, yeah, there's like woodworkers and you could uh, buy a house from a magazine and be like, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll send you the wood that's already pre-made and you just prop it up and build and shit. It's like, imagine doing that now. Be like, yeah, I bought a pre-made house from Sears. <laughs> Sears catalog. <laughs> They're sending it to me. Now it's going to be 3D printed. That's the future. But my number four, John and Abigail Marsden. JJ, what is your number four? My number four. So... I am going to jump over to one that I probably would have put at number five because you don't really spend a lot of time with this couple, uh -huh. but I've always really liked the dynamic between the two and it's Jackie Chan and May from police story. Wait, what? Jackie Chan and May from, from police, police story. story. Okay, why can't I find police stories though? Oh, oh that's got a police story. <laughs> um, that's that's a Jackie Chan movie I haven't seen. It's his These first. Two yep, that's them. Yep, <laughs> there she is. There on the poster, very small. Yeah. She was in the first three, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she appears in First Strike, but uh, she's Jackie's girlfriend throughout the saga, uh -huh. <laughs> and. You know, it being the 80s and early 90s when these movies came out, she's mostly a damsel in distress. Right, of and course. And you mostly spend time with Jackie. But whenever you do see both of them together, Jackie Chan loves to add comedy to his movies. Right, yeah, yeah. So he always added, like, these sitcom-esque misinterpretations or shenanigans that would go on in the first movie um the chinese mob is essentially trying to kill this girl who's a witness right and jackie saves her protects her but the problem was that she was in the middle of like undressing and changing uh -huh. so she's in lingerie pretty yeah. much throughout the whole thing and he's what, like, what part of the movie is this in because Toy Story <laughs> in its full is in, on YouTube for oh, free yes I'm gonna watch the fuck out of this uh, I was like so, so what scene is that because uh, I don't no. know I can't remember off the top of my head uh -huh. it's probably after the trial because that that scene I think is when the bus is about to hit him uh -huh. uh there, they're fighting. Yeah. They're doing kung fu fights. I don't know. <laughs> I think that might be when they try to break into her house, actually. Uh-huh. 
But anyway, so he, you know, protects her, gives her his jacket, and then goes home. Yeah, this is probably it. Unbeknownst to him, May, his girlfriend, has planned a surprise party for him. Oh, no. And she sees him walk in with this other woman wearing nothing but underwear and his jacket. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. And hilarity ensues. Right. And that's essentially their dynamic in the entire trilogy. (laughs) It's just a series of mishaps. Just a series of misunderstandings and mishaps every time... Jackie tries to like help someone out in Super Cup in part three. His partner's Michelle Yeoh. Uh-huh. And there's a point in the movie where they have to, they end up in this resort and they both like reach down to pick up something. Mm-hmm. And they have that moment where they look at each other. And both like push yeah. Yeah. At that exact moment, a uh, Six Flags photographer comes up and like snaps their picture, and <laughs> right, it turns right. out that May is staying at that resort at that point in time. Oh my god! Come on! <laughs> and she sees the fucking picture, and she finds Jackie and's like, "What the fuck are you doing, you two timing bitch?" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> throwing pies at each other. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I tried to find like romances in action movies. Like I never watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but like. The Mummy, maybe? Brendan Fraser and her. Like, that was kind of the closest thing, but I hadn't seen those movies in so long. So they didn't make my list. But Jackie Chan, I realize how bad Jackie Chan is outside in the real world. Right, yeah. It's yeah. not very good. <laughs> but in those, I love those movies, man. Fucking police story. I need to watch that one. I watched uh, Rumble in the Bronx for the first time, like, a couple of years ago. That shit's awesome. I love Rumble in the Bronx. That shit's I got insane. to see it in theaters again. Oh. Uh, when I was. I think it was like the second year I was here in Austin. Uh-huh. Uh, Alamo Draft House was doing a rescreening of it. Me and my brother both went and watched it. Yeah. Rumble in the Bronx almost made my couple's list. Kyung, but I I don't remember the sister's name. But technically, I don't think they ever became a couple throughout the course of oh, the no. movie. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of she was dating. Together. She was dating a villain at the start of the movie. Right. And... Kyung, Jackie, just happens to be her neighbor. <laughs> there you go. Well, JJ, that's your number four? Yes. My number three is also kind of a... This one, before, my, my four was... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. I'll enjoy that. My number three is a heavy hitter, but it's just been usurped personally. I mean, I only have... I went two video games. I have two TV shows that have a movie. This one has to go on the list. But it's not anything special because everyone knows it has to go on the list. My number three is Cory and Topanga. <laughs> like, when people talk about, like, women and girls getting the wrong message from fairy tales and stuff, talking about, like, oh, yeah, a man will come and save you, and you, so you have to wait around, and you're going to find love, and it's going to come to you, right? Boy Meets World gave you the wrong thing in the boy version, which is, oh, yeah, a pretty girl's going to be in your neighborhood. She's going to come over, and your family's going to be cool with her. Since you're, like, eight years old and then you're going to grow old together and then you go to college together then you're going to go on and, and you're off you're going to have the same teacher throughout right. you're going to have Mr. Feeney and then at one point some good looking teacher who rode motorcycles and then you're going to turn down I think she like turned down going to Yale or something ridiculous Yeah, like she turned down going to like an Ivy League school to be with fucking Corey Matthews because she loved him and I was like yeah that will happen to me and then I was 14 I go I don't think it's going to happen to me because I mean like 
it's one of the longest lasting romances in like a TV show, at least a sitcom where it's like, oh yeah, this they're, they're they like each other the whole time, and it's just a matter of when when it's gonna give, right? Because yeah. you couldn't call Urkel and Laura a couple until like the very end, and after that point, it's fucking boring. She's like, I like you being around Urkel, even though I've shunned you for almost the entirety of your life. According to Panga, like the speech is fucking cute as shit. Oh, you, they can't hear anything. There's no audio <laughs> on this fucking thing. But yeah, he was like, oh, let me see if I can find like the um, Corey the, the script and Topanga wedding speech. Because he was like, if if you're there. Oh, there he goes. Uh, oh, that was hers. But no, he's like, if I don't have air or if I'm not with you. Oh, here you go. Ever since I was young, I never really understood anything about the world. And I never understood anything that happened in my life. The only thing that ever made sense to me was you and how I felt about you. That's all I've ever known. And that's enough. That's enough for me for the rest of my life, Topanga. I got chills just reading that. That is so fucking sweet and tender. And I'm like, why do I even remember that? Because it was just so nice. Uh, and then Topanga, I wasn't sure this day would ever come, but you were. I wasn't sure love could survive everything we put it through, but you were. You always strong and always sure. And now I know I want you to stand beside me for the rest of my life. That's what I'm sure of. What the fuck? That's not a real love. That doesn't exist. It does somewhere, but you have to look for it. And he had it built into his next door neighbor's house. Actually, no, Wilson. No, Mr. Feeney was also his neighbor, right? Yeah, Mr. Feeney lived like behind the He house. lived behind him, and then she was in the neighborhood. Point is, walkable communities is keeping you from having a love like <laughs> Cities like Austin, where you have to drive everywhere, is keeping you from having a small-knit community where you can find your future wife when you're eight years old. And your best friend also at six years old. And you'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. And then your best friend will date a redhead, and then that redhead will go on to do porn in real life. Did they date? That was the one he dated, right? No, he dated the African-American girl. Who, was, who dated the redhead? In the, was it his brother? Was it Eric, No, Eric didn't date Eric? anybody. He became a Sherpa, remember? They, they did a flash forward, and he was like a, he had a manifesto, and he was like dances with squirrels. Why do I remember this from fucking Boy Meets World? Too much. It's, it's Full House of Boy Meets World. It's all is in my head. But that's my number three. Three. That's how you say three. Corey, it's a panga, man. So sweet. So tender. So nice. JJ, what's your number three? My number three. So this one, I don't. This couple, I haven't really seen too much of. But what I have seen of them was really nice. And I really liked it. And it's. Loose and Amity from the Owl House. Loose Amity. Is it, wait, uh, the Owl House? Yeah. Is that a cartoon? Yeah, it's a Disney show. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there they are. Yep. First bisexual lead character. What is this? Let me see the variety <laughs> headline. Oh, no, the Owl House makes history with Disney's first bisexual lead character. Which one is the lead? The one with the blue hair or the no, one with who's uh, Hispanic? The one that's Hispanic. Hell yeah, she actually <laughs> Hispanic. Luce seems like a <laughs> Lucia or something. Fuck yeah. It's Luce with a Z. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, I spelled it wrong. Yeah, there it goes. Luce and Amity. So what is this? I mean, first of all, it's a children's cartoon. Mm -hmm. How are they going to have gay people in a children's cartoon? It's indoctrination. <laughs> um, I don't believe that. I'm just fucking with that. <laughs> um, but no, the show's really interesting. It's a... Uh, it's kind of harry potter-esque where this girl finds a portal into a magical realm and uh -huh. she really just wants to become a witch and she wants to learn magic and stuff that's loose right she's from our world and she enters this magic realm 
and she meets this outlaw witch named Ida, mm-hmm. and she lives with Ida now. Okay. There's a Harry Potter-esque school where they teach kids magic, and Amity is like the mean girl. She's the popular one. She's from a rich family. She's Malfoy. Okay, so she's, she's Malfoy. And so is this Harry and Malfoy getting together, <laughs> essentially? Essentially, yes. They they have a handful of episodes in the... I don't know if it's the first season or the second season where they end up together. Mm-hmm. But there's a handful of episodes early on where they're still kind of antagonistic. Right. Luce is really like bright and help. She's bright. optimistic. Bright. <laughs> Luce means light in Spanish. Dora the Explorer taught me that. Yeah. She's very... What's the, I'm struggling to find the word for it, but her personality is one of like very excitable. Yeah. Very, bubbly bubbly, bright and she really wants to help and see the good in people so Mm -hmm. she sees good in amity even though amity's a jerk to her right and they have these moments early on where you can sort of see them starting to like like each other yeah but you're like this is disney (laughs) cartoon Right. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but historically speaking, right. Disney has kind of had a problem. With it. <laughs> hey, many first gay characters on many of their things. What was it? Uh, not Gaston, but um, LeFou. LeFou. They had the first gay LeFou. Then they had the first gay Star Wars in the background. Then they had the first gay. Oh, what was it the first gay? I forgot. It was it was something else where there was like, yeah, we have a, we have a first gay person, and they were just in the background shoved away. Right. Yeah, but. That's the thing. It's always in the background. It's always live action. <laughs> and it's always big screen. Right. Where you have to pay money to see it. This is on Disney Channel. Right. <laughs> Look at them. Look at them. So cute. So cute. Almost holding hands, picking up books. Right. From yeah. The there's a lot of those little, like, will they, won't they moments. Little meet cute things. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, it was just, I liked it. Oh my gosh. I haven't finished the show, so I can't really, like, speak to Oh, they too break much. up terribly. They get into violent Probably. aggressive fire. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of stopped watching like after they uh, acknowledged each other's feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I saw like two episodes after that, and then I had to move out of my old apartment. Oh, so you haven't got back. I to just it. haven't gotten back into it. Well, it's like it was like that one time. It was like I said when Urkel and Laura got together. It's like <laughs> I don't want to watch this anymore. What happened to Myra? And they're like, Oh no, so <laughs> Myra, that happened. No. That happened to me with Bones. Wait, oh, who died in Bones? No one died in Bones, but the show Bones, the Fox FBI show, the yeah. crime procedural, there was always that tension between Booth and Bones. And you're like, oh, will they, won't they? Right. They're dancing around. It's like Mulder and Scully. Will they, won't they? Right. They're, they're dancing Mulder around. Mulder and Scully ended up doing it in one of the later, like, after You never actually videos. see it. But did you? Oh. You, you, they acknowledge it. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the movie... In the sequel movie. Yeah. Is it these two? Yeah. That's Booth and Bones. There you go. It's Angel and I don't know what else Emily Deschanel has been. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was watching Bones like on TNT because it was already syndicated by the time like I got into it. Uh-huh. So it was just like marathoning seasons <laughs> just of it. Tons of bones. <laughs> just tons of bones. And I was like, oh, this is good. 
problem was that when the new season premiered on Fox, it was like, oh yeah, they're already together. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of done. Oh, <laughs> you kind of spoiled it for me. Like I already know what happens. Well, <laughs> I, I wanted to see the romance culminate and then end it right there. Fucking end it. It kept going. Oh, no, you got to end it. <laughs> Which actually, that leads perfectly into my number two because they just fucking, literally the show was their, mar- the, the ending of the show, the season, the series finale was their wedding <laughs> and then they buggered off. Uh, well, here, I want to go to the chat because they're, they're going in there too. Uh, Onward also had the first gay something too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, it was the, it was the one of the cops or something. I think it was like the cop that was chasing him or something. She's like, my wife. She was bored after me, my wife. Uh, no, let's see what they're saying. Star and Marco is a good one from a kid's show, but they didn't end up together until the end. Uh, Serenity, there is an article, and I shit you not, Disney's 17 first gay characters, and they are a hot mess. Um, I haven't seen it either. I know because popular, I saw in the comic. Angel and Buffy, Sailor Moon, and Tuxedo Mask are the goat couple, Serenity says. He just kind of just showed up and did nothing. Like, he just kind of showed up. He's like, I did some kind of things. Like, Sailor Moon carried... That's not a balanced relationship. There's a lot of relationships like the best TV movie couples. I like to look at some of the lists. It's like all of these are kind of shitty. Like they're like Archie Bunker and his wife. Like he threatened domestic violence almost every episode. But no. Uh, that's the honeymoon. That's the honeymooners. <laughs> that's Archie Ralph. Bunker was just a racist. <laughs> purely it's racist. Ralph and Alice. <laughs> that's right. To the moon. One of these days, Alice. Right. One of these days. How come, how come conservative talk media doesn't talk about that and having that be the standard for... Like, uh, yeah, we want because they instead teach their kids that Ralph Clampin was the first astronaut and he was telling his wife one of these days, bang, zoom, straight <laughs> that, to the moon. That's a future. <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> oh, astronauts back then were so out of shape. That's not an astronaut. It's TV comedian. <laughs> and he was just using space travel as a metaphor for beating his wife. <laughs> So wrong. No, but it's just so. St- God, it's so stupid. Conservatives, double down, you fuckers. Say you want to beat your wife. <laughs> Say go, go back to that TV, you fucks. I'll go back to uh, I Love Lucy. Fuck it. Desi and Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. He was pretty cool. There was one thing I watched in school where it was like, or school we were watching old media, and he did. Um, what was it? The three, three little pigs? No, it was oh, Little Red Riding Hood, but he did it in Spanish. And I was like. I haven't seen a Spanish conversation <laughs> from a Mexican or a Hispanic father to their baby in Spanish on any broadcast television, let alone fucking I Love Lucy, the one of three channels that existed. So fuck it. Bring us back. Bring back I Love Lucy, but then make Lucy like. Who's this revered and kind of quirky and cute? Zoe Deschanel is Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> she's not necessarily revered, but she's cute and quirky. Let's see. He would be canceled today. Oh, he should have been. You're not. You can't be like one of these days. I'm gonna punch you so hard. <laughs> you're gonna be in fucking orbit. <laughs> you can't say that. But hey, and like Archie, they'd be like, oh yeah, well you're not supposed to like him. It's like yeah, there's other ways to make someone not like somebody. The thing was, they, the audience got behind. The audience loves a heel. Oh yeah. <laughs> the yeah. the writers were like yeah. You're not supposed to be behind Archie, but the audience sure as fuck was. <laughs> right. Well, that brings me once again, once again back to my number two, because first of all, I said at the top of the show, I don't have a preference for men, but for a moment there, I did have an actual man crush. What do they say? I showed my <laughs> wife Marco and JJ from a previous episode. She goes, I don't know Mordecai and Rigby were Mexican. Oh! 
together. That's so fucking stupid. Love it. Benji was the one that uh, showed us at his wedding or played us at his wedding. So like, his friends were like, put on the Mexicans to calm your nerves. Fucking crazy, dude. That's fucking nuts to me. But point is, yeah, his wife, he makes his wife watch. I have a feeling that she has seen much more of us than she intended to. Uh, but no, I, I legit had a man crush on this dude. And then I realized he was short and I was like, what? That's not fair. And I only say that because dude has super broad shoulders, wears a cardigan and a sweater most of the time. And I'm like, man, that guy looks like a dashing dude. And let me see how tall he is real quick. Uh, and I was like super disappointed because he wasn't tall. He's 5'11", which is taller than most, but I'm way taller. Um, is Sammy skipped? I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch the regular show. I only know those two. My number, fuck it. My number two, David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Dave, Dan Levy is a fucking handsome dude. I will say that. And the thing about it was, so you find out he's pan in the show. He talks about like, you know, it's like, it's, it's not about, it's not about the label on the wine. It's about what's inside. Right. He's like, I, I don't care. He's just non-binary and he's talking to Stevie and all this stuff. And then Patrick comes up and is like, wait, Oh no! You is he gay? He might be gay. Who knows? It's a small town, whatever. And then they're like, they just start getting close. He said they start getting close, and then they're together. And then they're like, you want to build this shop together? Or no, they're business partners first. Yeah, they build the shop together, and they just get closer and closer. And they they are so. It's the word I bring up often. I guess I have with the two gay couples I have on my list. So tender to each other. Like that's the thing. I think American television and movies are like it, men have to be sexual with their partners. Like that's the relationship. They can be funny and they can be sexual. That's it. But you never see a guy be like, I'm going to do something nice and then have it not lead to like, I want to fuck now. I brought you flowers. Time for fuck time. Uh, I was about to say the only example I can think of where the roles were reversed is married with children. Married, which <laughs> and it was played there? for laughs. What happened with married with children? Um, remind me refresh me married with children al is married to peggy who is a smoke show katie skull is hot yeah (laughs) i do know that but for whatever reason he just doesn't want to have sex with her right for him it's a chore and he doesn't want to do it oh my god (laughs) and it's always peggy like pressuring al for sex right and al's just like no not happening she has to like bribe him with food. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, but I mean, I'm watching these two and like, you just, I mean, I, we don't have any audio on these clips, but yeah, like they're just so cute together, taking care of each other. They, the way he proposed was really cute too. Like they went to they, on this terrible long hike and everything went wrong. And there was like on a mountaintop, if I'm not mistaken. And so like, and then they have their wedding and then they sing the, the simply the best where they're singing to each other. Like, it was like, oh man, this is so nice. <laughs> and the show's great already. The show's already well written and you're already invested in all the characters. So then you're watching, you know, uh, David, you're like, oh man, you need someone who's right for you. And then he finds somebody because like Alexis is fucking doing her own thing, fucking up the, the veterinarian situation. And then him, he's in a solid relationship, living his dream in a small town. What more could you ask for? You can't. You fucking cat. And I thought I, they're just so cute together. And like Dan Levy, I like once again, already had a man crush on him. So when he like looks at them, they look at each other in certain ways. It's like, that's not fake. How are you guys not in actual love? And actually, I, I don't think um, uh, uh, Patrick is gay. I don't think the actor's gay. He's just like, that's eh, the role I play. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, I'm able to do this. I'm able to convey that I love this man with all of my heart. <laughs> acting. Like, acting. It's like, I couldn't. 
I could barely do that with a girl I actually love. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, babe, you know I love you, right? Do I? Does my face say it? Because I'm going to have to say it out loud. I'm not sure. But it's my number four. Two. David? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. It's only Tuesday. God, I got to post TikToks. This is ridiculous. Your number two. My number two. We're not in my anime pick yet. Okay. That's my number one. But this one's kind of in the ballpark. And it's a couple that has faced a lot of strife, a lot of trials and tribulations. Right. Dracula. Dracula? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I was expecting that. It's Trevor Belmont and Sifa Belnades from Castlevania. Sifa. P-H. S-Y-P-A. That's hard thing to spell. Wait, I didn't even know... Wait, is this from the an- not the anime, but from the animated series? Yeah, because in the video game, I didn't even know he had anybody. Well, I mean, the Belmont line has to continue. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> but these two. Oh, yep, these two. Yep. Uh, them two. Them two. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think she is actually in three. So, the animated series so far has followed the plot of Castlevania three, where. Trevor Belmont is the first Belmont to defeat Dracula. Right. Wait, did Simon not defeat Dracula? Simon is his grandson, I think. No. I might be muddling the timeline a bit. The, but, but the real question I have is, what is a man? <laughs> is he a miserable pile of secrets? <laughs> That's the only thing I know from Castlevania. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Si- uh, all I know is Simon Belmont. Who's the other one? Richter. Richter. Scale. Richter's my favorite. You're right. I, I, but I never played those games because I, I emulated them one time. I was like, these are very hard. I'm not playing these. So you have to enlighten me. I'm, I I'm very think lost. Richter is actually Trevor's son. I'm not sure. Like I said, I they're get, all Belmontes. They're all Belmonts. Um, but I get the timeline mixed up. I don't know which one comes in what order. I do know that Trevor is the first one quote unquote later mm-hmm. on in the ps2 era they changed it in the ps3 era oh video more. games are stupid <laughs> I, I literally spent like but, 30 minutes watching the legend of zelda timeline breakdown on tiktok it's uh, like yeah. all the branches of There's that a, fucking yeah game. it splits yeah, yeah so, like, so d- don't worry about timelines i'm not gonna follow you but uh yeah so trevor was the first one canonically in the nes series anyway mm-hmm. to do battle with dracula and come out at the on top right but in that game you also had the ability to switch between three different characters mm-hmm. and it's the party that you follow in the animated series it's right. trevor sifa and uh, alucard mm-hmm. uh you don't know it's alucard until the very end of the game if you do that. right but i mean in the animated series they just had like this fun dynamic where mm-hmm. it kind of felt like they're just together to like meet a goal, which was defeat Dracula and you know fight against the vampire uprising. Uh, pansexual donated. Hey, hey, thank you. <laughs> but uh, in the later seasons, after they've won, they're still together. They're, yeah. they're still like hanging out and yeah, right. it's like they were, they were work friends. And guess we like, like each other. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like cut your jib. Yeah. So. Uh, the show, the last season isn't very overt about it. There is one joke that really made me laugh. Trevor's an alcoholic. 
Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's, see, it's right the, there. Yeah. It's that joke. Oh, it's right here? Let me see if I can pull it. I have no fucking audio. God dang it. But yeah, they make it to a small town, and they've already been traveling together for a while, and mm. they're, you know, close. They're a couple. Yeah. And they make it to a small town, and Trevor sees that there's a bar, and he's like, oh, my God. Civilization bar. Right. And he gets himself a beer, and he's like, please, tell me, you have a beer? And the bartender serves him, and he picks up his pint, and he's like, oh, my God, that's better than sex. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Saifa hears him, and she's like, better than sex, you say? <laughs> yeah, there's the beer. Look at this. There he is drinking the beer. Oh, my God, it's better than sex. <laughs> better than sex. Oh, no, she curses his booze. <laughs> this show apparently is really great. This Netflix one. It it is it is probably my favorite video game adaptation so far. Have you watched The Last of Us? Critically claimed. I still think I'll always have a softer spot for animation. This over just live action. Vampires was never my thing. <laughs> like, you know, like the game itself never interested me. It's too spooky as a kid, and then like this, it's like I don't. Eh, it's, me- it's a different type of. Uh, medieval style type of adventure fantasy that I'm not really into for some reason. Yeah. The other thing is that this show tickles my nostalgia more so than last of us. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because this show is the NES era. I, (laughs) I never owned, uh, any of the Castlevanias actually up until I bought the NES mini and it came with four. Oh, (laughs) you beat any of these games? Uh, yes. Uh, I, so I bought, uh, Castlevania, I forget what they call it, but they bundled the Richter one and the Alucard one, mm-hmm. Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. They bundled them together on the PlayStation, uh-huh. and so I beat those two, and Richter is still the best Belmont. There you go. <laughs> it's here to hear first. Um, but I haven't beaten like Castlevania 1 or 2 no, or 3. No, yeah, you just can't. It's even 4. You have, you have things to do. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. I, while I never owned those games, I did remember it kind of unlocked like this hidden, vaulted away memory in my mind palace mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where one of the times that I went to Dallas to like stay with my cousins for summer vacation, uh-huh. one of them had a doctor's appointment. Uh, he had a issue with his heart, like his heart was twisted to the side or something Ugh, yeah i forgot what it was but he had like a divot in his chest right, up until right. like high school mm-hmm. um and i think that's what his doctor's appointment was for so i went with him i was like i i couldn't stay in the right, house by stay alone, right but uh that doctor's office was really cool it had a wall of tvs huh. with a bunch of nintendos and at this point the super nintendo had already been out Right. But like it had a bunch of games. Each TV had a different game and a different controller. Uh-huh. All of the kids that were there with me had already taken up all the Super Nintendo slots. Right. So I had to play the old one. And I was looking through the games. I was like, I'm not good at Tetris. I don't even know what the hell that game <laughs> right. is. The fuck's a Cubert? <laughs> yeah. What's this one with the castle and the dude with the whip? And I played it and I was like, I really like this game. This game's really cool. Right. But 
I couldn't read, so yeah. I didn't know the title of the game. Right, right. I was just like, man, that whip game was fucking awesome. <laughs> that guy Danny, <laughs> whip. <laughs> Danny, when's your next fucking doctor's appointment? Oh. It wasn't until years later, like, I'm already an adult, and I hear about Castlevania, I'm like, wait. And I see clips, like, when this show's coming out, they, sh you know, the internet's showing, like, clips of the old games. Uh-huh. Like, it's the fucking whip it's game! It's the whip man! <laughs> it's the whip! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, I, I don't even. I know every game. I knew we. I knew every game that I've ever played because we didn't have that many. Like, because like one game that I played a lot of that would be confused with Castlevania is Gods on Super Nintendo. It's a weird fucking game of like it's. Watch, it's a it's the same thing as Castlevania almost. Is he Gods? Gods with the Z, Super Nintendo. No, it's just right. There's no Z. It's just regular. But like, it's like this Roman dude. So that's the game. The, the what? Awesome cover. The Bitmap <laughs> Brothers. Oh, I don't, yeah, but that's awesome cover. But that was the game. And the guy like did like a stupid fast walk. And that was the that was the sprite. <laughs> but yeah, he was like this weird dude. And like I played this game, freaked me out. So if it was this game, you would have been lost forever. Like, what? Is it? That's not. That's not Richter. That's not Alucard. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy? But yeah, Gods was the game. But you're number two. These people's name Trevor and Sifa. Sifa, yeah, Sifa, Sifa. Well, that brings me to my number one. My number one is from a movie. Finally, I, I was like, okay, where do I find my my love stories? Because I don't watch a lot of love stories too much. It's not my genre of film, and I don't want to do Hitch because that's boring. Um, most romantic comedies are very shallow, and they're like it's just there because of circumstance. 500 Days of Summer, which was my longest time, like, favorite romance story. Dude's a piece of shit and obsessive <laughs> and weird. And he'll even tell you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt will even tell you that. It's like, yeah, you're, like, I thought I was that character. And then you watch it later as an adult. You're like, oh, yeah, this is obsessive and weird. And you're projecting a bunch of shit on there. Um, how am I recovering? I'm okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, Keychain, you fucker. And so, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! Uh, not for the audio listeners, they can't see. Um, so I was like, what movie did I really like? The the romance, the love story. And I was like, Little Shop of Horror? No. Musicals? No. Um, Harry Met Sally? That was kind of cute. But nah, it didn't really stick around. Most other comedy romances, just like... Dodgeball had an awful one. Oh. Do Dodgeball, <laughs> that ending is so... like. like just so crass because it was like he was in love with um i forget the lady blonde lady ben Stiller's wife essentially yeah. real real life wife and they were he was going after her for all the whole thing and they were started dating and then she starts kissing a girl and he's like i'm bisexual and then she just kisses <laughs> both of them and it was just like this weird last minute orgy man dream thing i was like what the fuck is going on so and then also the one that i always bring up as a Shitty honorable mention was um fuck what are the names of uh Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams the Notebook oh yeah, yeah. dude have you watched the Notebook <laughs> not in years <laughs> so I accidentally made my girlfriend watch it because we we're like what do we want to watch and I was like oh we should watch the opening of the Notebook where it's Ryan Gosling being a fucking creepo to Rachel McAdams <laughs> and then. What we ended up happening is we ended up skipping all the Alzheimer's parts because essentially <laughs> the story of the book is it's an old man telling their love story to an Alzheimer's patient who's an old lady. So we're like, let's skip all these really sad and depressing parts and look at Ryan Gosling obsess over Rachel McAdams. And it was the most it's the most batshit fucking story. It's not romantic at all. It's a, they hit each other. They say a bunch of mean things to each other. 
And then uh, Ryan Gosling sleeps with a, a veteran, um, a veteran's widow, like a buddy of his widow. And he like sleeps with her, has her around, but doesn't show her any affection. And then Rachel McAdams comes back into his life. She sleeps with him. And then the, the lady who's been dating for ye- a year and a half, two years, comes to the house. It's like, that's her, isn't it? And he's like, yeah. She's like, you really do love her. And then she just leaves. She doesn't get mad. She doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, you love her more. Bye. I was just sleeping with you for fun get to get you back to this point. Bye, plot device lady. And then Rich McAdams turned down a really handsome Cyclops. So James Marsden, he looks very dashing in that goddamn movie. But I'm not talking about all that. I feel bad for James Marsden. He's always like the second banana. He always is. <laughs> he was shitty as Cyclops. I will say that. I didn't yeah. like him as Cyclops. But as the the prince from Enchant... In Ella Enchanted? Is that the one? No, that's... I think it's just Enchanting. Is it? Yeah, it's Enchanted. He was great in that. And he was great in that movie, being just like a nice military man with lots of money. Like, point is, I'm, I'm going with another Ryan Gosling pick. It's La La Land. <laughs> it's me and Seb, man. Me and Seb. And, and obviously, they're like, well, they didn't end up together. And, yeah, it happens. But they fucking love each other. That's the point of the movie. Like you love somebody and then shit happens and you're like, fuck, I can't, we can't get this to work. Fuck. We're selfish or or we're not ready or insecure. It doesn't work. And then it's like, yeah, that's how it happens. I'm going to open this jazz club. I'm going to play jazz and be sad. And then you're going to bring in your very successful husband and you're going to have your own very successful life. And that's it. And it's not like the happiest ending, but the time that they had together was so nice. Uh, let's see, date. Uh, what is it called? Not mural. Where they montage? There you go. Where they're just going on a bunch of dates, and they're just so cute together. Like, did they have the best chemistry in the world? Not entirely, but like they were just. I've done this essentially. I um gone on a bunch of dates in Los Angeles. I dated a girl in L.A., so they're going to a bunch of date places. He's being reckless and weird. But yeah, look at them. They're just having a good old time. They have a really, really good theme song as well. Like that do-do-do-do-do-do. I listen to that fucking soundtrack all the time. But yeah, they go to the planetarium. They do tap dancing together. What if you tap danced with a girl? When's the last time you danced in unison? God, first grade. Exactly. <laughs> was it the eight? Were they teaching you how to line dance in the achy, breaky heart? No. It was probably for some like parents performance or whatever exactly but look at she's he's playing his jazz he's doing what he loves she's there supporting him and all his dreams and then uh, I, I just like that movie because they're like hey you need to play jazz this way and he goes here listen here black man Long John Legend. <laughs> me as a white man i'm gonna tell you how to play jazz <laughs> you know loosen up <laughs> that, that that was pretty much an affront to god but their little romance is so sweet and and i don't know if serenity's saying no 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 to my pick or to other ones but I adore it. They're so cute. And then it doesn't work. And I'm like, I don't know why I like that part. <laughs> I think it's because I was going through a breakup at the time. And it's just like, yeah, it's okay. It's the. It's nice to see sort of the other side of the spectrum, right? Where it's right. like, okay, it didn't work out with them. Like their relationship didn't work out. Right. But like life goes on right like it's it's having it has to it has to go on (laughs) it's there's not a lot of movies or stories that tell that side of it right it's like yeah life goes on like 
the only other like major one that I can think of is like Casablanca. <laughs> Spoilers right. for a hundred year old movie. Frank, I, I don't give a damn. Bye. Oh no, that's gone with the wind. Oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in Casablanca, they don't end up together. Yeah. He's like, he's looking at you, kid. That's not him saying, "Give me some sugar, baby." That's him saying, "Like, nah, you're gonna get on that plane." Right. <laughs> Life of two people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world, Ilsa. That's why you're getting on that plane. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but Mikey! <laughs> Mikey! <laughs> Was that I could have been a contender in the same movie? Am I mixing all my old-timey movies together? Yeah, that's... Stella! Oh. <laughs> Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> but also this face, too. I've made this face out of X before. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> she's here. She's kind of like helpless. Like, oh my god, I didn't know it was you. He's just like, oh, Christ! Time to play jazz. And then he plays the tune. And then they they share a moment in the darkness. And he's playing just for her. And they relive the moment. And then it's gone forever. And I think that's beautiful. People need to realize that love ends, and it can be still just as beautiful as it was when it was existing. Yeah, you don't have to be so fucking bitter all the time, you weirdos. Sort of, it's not on my list, but sort of kind of piggybacking on that where it's an alternate ending to the love story. Right. Uh, the Bob's Burgers movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's not really an ending, but it's sort of an alternate take, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina's storyline in the Bob's Burgers movie is that she wants to finally ask Jimmy Jr. to be her boyfriend right. for the summer. Yeah. Her entire arc in the movie is working up the courage to ask him out, but not because she's afraid that he'll say no. Mm-hmm. She's afraid that he'll say yes. And what if I don't like him? What if it turns oh, shit, out? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that dynamic. I was like, that is something I haven't seen yet. Right. Yeah. You get, you get it. And you're like, what do I do with it? Yeah. What do I do with this love? And, and it's human, right? right. Like yeah, it's that human. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I fell into that. Right? I got it. What do I do? Also, real quick, Serenity. No to blah, 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 lad. Fell asleep <laughs> twice. I know real musicals and this ain't Impra. <laughs> Hold on real quick. I'm sick of this shit. All right. You know why? Because my sisters, I, I have a perfect response for you. Because I've heard this before because I've, my sisters were both musical kids. And my brothers even was in musical. He did not, not in musicals, but he produced them and did lighting and shit. Point is, I, I know it's not like the musical to end on musicals. Ryan Gossett can't really uh, sing or dance. Uh, Emma Stone can kind of sing, really can't dance. The, the dance moves aren't sharp. This movie is a movie. It's more for film people. It does cool camera tricks, cool lighting, cool effects, cool cinematography. It's a musical for film nerds, not a musical for musical people, because musical people were weird. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm being nice. I'm being mean. Bill, because a bunch of basement dwellers. Bunch of basement. <laughs> yeah. No, because I know theater nerds, and they're, they're a specific breed. And I love them because they're my family. My family are a bunch of theater nerds. That's why I know so much. Why, that's why you guys peg me as the musical person. It's like, it's not me, it's them. <laughs> but I made that distinction where it's like, yeah, it's not about the musical element. Even though it is a musical inherently, it's about the way Damien Chazelle, the director, puts the, the music and the film together. The actual cinema of it. Because, I mean, as much as it is about jazz, it is about cinema. And like those old timey in Hollywood and all those types of things. So... Yeah, they're not singing in the rain. They're not the strongest singers by far. And like my sister would even call out like, oh, yeah, that girl sings in, on Broadway. That girl sings on Broadway because of their voice qualities. Like the opening act, those are all like actual singers. And then the one where Emma Stone is getting ready for the party, 
she sucks, but all her surrounding cast is all like really, really good singers. So he's in the chat. We don't tolerate la 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 and slander in this town. No. So yeah, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie with musical elements, but people want to call it a musical. And it also was perfectly timed where uh, it was escapism from Trump. So that was, that was nice. It was timed right. So no, 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 no land slander in this household. But that brings you your number one. My number one. So wouldn't be a JJ list without it. Goddamn right, wouldn't. <laughs> uh, this one's a bit of a cheat. <sighs> Are they never together? <sighs> so. <laughs> yes. Technically speaking. They're not really a couple. <laughs> hmm, are they a symbiosis? <laughs> Is it the symbiote and Peter Parker? Even they, that's not anime. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Yeah. No, Eddie uh, Brock is very gay for Venom, though. In the movies, <laughs> that being said, that's a very erotic relationship. It is. <laughs> Eddie, I want you to love me, Eddie. It's like, so weird. Not because it's gay, but because it's an alien. <laughs> uh, no, but it is Lloyd and your forger from spy family i'm gonna get the that last sentence one there you go your for oh lloyd forger yep this guy yep who's the other guy your how do you spell your y-o-r oh i did spell it right i just put it one word (laughs) your forger there you go (laughs) that was the first question is lloyd in love with your (laughs) let's see what people ask his collaborator, Fiona, has also likewise seen that Lloyd has been really content with Yor and Anya. Well, it may not be love yet. It seems like Lloyd does hold some affection towards her. <laughs> so explain this to me. All right. So Spy Family is probably one of my favorite animes currently running. Oh, I've seen cosplays of that girl. Of your? I've yeah. enjoyed cosplays. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've enjoyed cosplays of that girl. So the premise is kind of goofy and it's really funny, but the show itself is wholesome. Uh-huh. Lloyd is probably the world's greatest spy. Right. He's kind of like a James Bond-esque character. He's... And Serenity's both calling us out and you out right now. This doesn't even count. They're not even a couple, but I like the anime. Yeah. I said it was a cheat. Right. (laughs) I admitted to it. But you got to sell me on it, so... Okay. So, Lloyd is the best spy in the world. Uh Uh-huh. This is a sort of pastiche World War II time. Okay. So, it's older technology, older stuff. Right. His next mission is to get close to a politician. Okay. But he's a recluse. So the only way his agency found for him to get close is that he's got a kid. Oh. And and the a family if you will. <laughs> the ex family. The the kid attends this very prestigious school, so Lloyd, you have to conjure up a family. And have that kid get close to the politician's kid, so then you get invited to politician parties and you can kill him. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Or I don't know what the actual mission is, right, but right, he right. just has to get close to that dude. Right. So he's been living the spy life. He's He's got no connections wife, or anything. Nothing. Yeah. So he has to adopt this little girl. <laughs> He rents her. <laughs> happened upon tiny woman lady. He he adopts a little girl, Anya, mm-hmm. who unbeknownst to him is a telepath. She can read minds. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, is that just a separate element or was it a plot? Like a plant, I should say. It, it wasn't planned. He he okay. doesn't know. He has no idea that she can read minds. Sure. The little girl immediately knows that he's a spy because she can she read, read minds. minds. But she's an actual little girl. She's not a fake. She's little an girl. actual little girl. Okay. She So 
jumping ahead, she pretends to be older. The little girl does uh-huh. because he's looking for a six-year-old and she's younger. She's like four. Okay. But since he can read her his mind, she's like, I'm six. Oh, I'm older. So, yeah. yeah so, so that she could get adopted. <laughs> and he also needs a smart girl because it's a very prestigious academy that the, that the target attends. Right. So she has to be smart enough to get in and, and compete. Right, but he, she just reads his mind to get all the answers to a crossword puzzle. So she gaslights him into adopting. Oh my god! Okay, this is, this is a weird added element. Of it, like, the first part was already enough, and it's like telepathic baby. Why not? Right, but he adopts the girl. They get into the the academy, but now the problem is this is the before time. Uh-huh. Society kind of looks down upon a single father. Oh no! So he needs to conjure up a wife. Okay. Luckily for him, Yor is an immigrant. Getting, no, is getting to that age where it's suspicious that a woman uh, hasn't. Also, and to be fair, this is Yor, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Yor. How would she not bag it? <laughs> Just saying. So the explanation for that is that Yor, unbeknownst to Lloyd, is secretly an assassin. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. So, so it should be spy ex baby telepath ex assassin family. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just making sure. So, of course, Anya knows. She reads minds. Okay. Finds out she's an assassin. And Anya's just like, this is awesome. A spy dad, an assassin mom. It's got to happen. And so she ships them. <laughs> oh my God. Jeez. <laughs> and so now they're playing this facade of a family uh-huh. Lloyd for his mission and yours so that her younger brother doesn't worry about her okay her younger brother later it turns out it is holds a high position he's kind of the Gestapo oh my god what the <laughs> fuck is going on in the show uh, too many levels stop at the levels it's hilarious because you know it, it plays with irony and then they're legally married right? uh-huh. it's a sham marriage right but they're legally married for all intents and purposes. They are a family. They're living together. Right. And the show gets to have its cake and eat it too, because there is clearly like this will they want they tension. Right. While they're pretending to be a family. Right. With the telepath baby. <laughs> right. And there's also like hilarity because all this weird stuff will happen to like Lloyd we're short on spies. You're you're gonna have to take on like ten missions today. Uh-huh. But but I have to take the kid to the dance recital. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it's it hijinks. Plays, it plays out like a sitcom. Right. That sounded like a sitcom situation. It plays out like a later episode of of Family Matters. Family Matters where <laughs> Urkel has to become Bruce Lee and blah blah <laughs> because Lloyd is still a super spy. Right. And Yor is still... A is she assassinating people actively? Like, as a part of her plot development? Or does she not get any plot development? She does assassinate people from time to time. <laughs> her plot development is mostly like, oh man, Lloyd hasn't made it back from whatever he was supposed to do. Uh-huh. And Anya disappeared. So she chases down Anya and Anya is about to get mugged or kidnapped or stolen or something. <laughs> something. And you're just like kills. Oh my God. <laughs> you stay away from my baby. Jeez. That's my purse. <laughs> That's what I know you. <laughs> Good God. But I mean, it's, it's just a great like 
show and it's really like even though it's a sham <laughs> even though it's a fraud does the best the baby reveal that either one of them care for each other no oh well that's gotta happen eventually she'll read the minds the, if it happens the, the conversation online is that if this show doesn't end with Lloyd and you're just having the most passionate animalistic sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am out. <laughs> so they, so they don't even like kiss or anything. They no, don't even pretend that. Like, do they both are they both aware that it's a sham? Yes, they okay. both they're both in it for their own reasons. But they're not Lloyd, even pretending for each other though. Lloyd doesn't reveal that he's a spy. He's right. he tells your I want to get Anya into the best school possible, mm. but you know, in the society we live in. Oh, so they know. So they're aware. They have an agreement. They have an agreement. Right. And yours agreement is that, like, I don't want my brother to worry about me. And right. like you said, society looks down on single people our yeah. age. So, yeah, let's. And they're like 25. Yeah, they're only. Yeah, they're in their mid 20s. They're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this 35 year old is like, I'm not going to get married anytime soon, mom. Sorry. Yeah, it's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, they're both aware it's a sham, and, but they get into those like sitcom moments where it's like, oh, your brother's coming over for dinner. We're we're gonna have to like get close and like <laughs> like, cause he's not gonna believe that that we're a couple unless we actually you know Old act heads. loving t- towards each other. Right. I was gonna show a clip, but then I realized, oh no, anime gets flagged immediately, so can't do that. <laughs> but. Yeah, like they're, they're cute. They're cutesy things. I don't know what they're doing here, but oh, that's uh, puppy. That was from the second or third episode. Uh, that's actually when they first sort of agree to the be together. Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a Yor had a dinner party with her coworkers, and Lloyd was late because he was running a mission. Oh, well, there you go. Let's <laughs> see. They both like each other, but neither can tell the other one likes them, despite them being superior beings in their respective fields. They should be able to read people, but they can't read each other. What a twist. Let us know if JJ cheated because <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds like they have a relation, a good, well, technically they are, you're right. Technically they are a couple. By legal purposes, they own a child. They yes. found a child to own. They adopted a child. They live together. They have a, albeit fake, it's a marriage license. Like. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's a couple. And especially if it ends with them having raucous animalistic sex. Yes. As we, as this oh, episode yes. is going to end. Get over here, big boy. This <laughs> is Let's do this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What if I wasn't? It's my house and no one else is here. I'll get the strawberries and the wine. <laughs> Don't have the strawberries. <laughs> Let's see, I wish they would find out what they really do. I want to know what their dynamic would be like. Oh, that'd be interesting. Maybe. Maybe just giving too much away. Maybe you need, maybe you need that built up tension. This, the, the thing about couples is not about just them lovey-dovey. It's about the tension. About the, it's about the, the the sweet juice squeezed from the strawberries after waiting to be vibrant and plump all season. And then you squeeze the juice. And there's some disgusting sex metaphor there. But I'm going to leave it alone because it's getting weird. What are they saying? Y'all are why Why are, why not? There's no rules. No one else is here to tell us no. That sounds like a song lyric. No one to tell us no. There's a song that does Nowhere that. Nowhere to go. 
Now I'm in this whole new world. Now I'm in a whole new world. Unbelievable sight. I gotta put the music over first because it's not plus because it doesn't work. Indescribable feelings soaring, tumbling, freewheeling in an endless diamond sky. A whole new. Don't you dare close your eyes. A new fan. It keeps bumping. It gets better. <laughs> so aggressive. The outro is playing already, guys. You can't hear it, though, because I got to edit it post because the audio is not working. Bye, everybody. Say bye to the people, JJ. Bye. We're fading out. We're getting out of here. It's getting too weird. And actually, we actually finally did good on time. Bye. No more show. Bye, y'all. <laughs>